and we are live boom we here welcome everybody to words never spoken episode eight let me give you all some time to jump in here as you can see by the title we have a special guest and we have a a, a topic that might go one way or the other we're going to find out mm-hmm. how that happens mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah out of all the podcasts, I know to shut my mouth at the right time. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not. Ty you know. has a uh, a history and a reputation of saying the wrong thing on the show. So, <laughs> yeah, but the wrong thing to What's the majority. Really the wrong thing. That's what I'm saying. The wrong thing to majority. To me, yeah, it's like yeah. he doesn't say the the. Is the, the politically correct. Exactly. Definitely not PC. Yeah. Like, or, or popular. I'm actually. definitely like more cancel prone than a lot of other people. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, God. <laughs> but I would like to say so, what people are really thinking anyway, but you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So well, this should know. be exciting. It should sometimes, be. Sometimes he get touchy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes he get touchy. It's funny, though. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah. been an opening clip okay. plenty of times. So obviously, everybody, oh, hey, what's up? Uh, What's up, my man? It's good to see you in the comments on YouTube. We are live on YouTube, Twitter, uh, Periscope, the Daily Motion, and two Facebook pages right now. So we're gonna have everybody jumping in here. Y'all know Ty, obviously, but Ty, go ahead, plug yourself. What's up? What's up, Ty? Tyrone, um, tied up on Instagram is at t y e d underscore underscore u p. Um, I'm a musician, songwriter, uh, singer slash rapper. And a podcaster. I'm trying to add one more. Oh yeah, guitars. There you go. Um, and I be doing too much. I got to consolidate some of my hobbies. I be doing too much. But yeah, it's <laughs> no nice to see y'all thing. again. You know what I'm saying? No such thing. You know, so, when I first met you, somebody told me your name was Tyronius. Because I had I was on some Wakanda swag when I first was making my page. I was like, yo, oh. let me not be just a. But Tyrone is oh. black enough though. Because so, I literally had your name saved in my phone as Tyronius for a long time, bro. And someone hit me up and they were like, I, I was hoping your name really wasn't Tyronius. It was just a little too ghetto for me. <laughs> I was trying to be on some medieval swag. I'm Tyronius and we oh, should battle do easily. You know what I'm saying? Cut it out. But anyway, it's Tyrone, so we're good. <laughs> we're good. We have Jordan back on the show. What's up, Jordan? <laughs> No social media to plug, just my opinions. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we're here for. I want to say that when I scoot Jordan, I'm sorry, she might kill me for this. Maybe not, but she called me after she missed my call. I thought she was like a white, old white lady. Because she said, hello. She said, hello. I was like, oh, she done gave me the wrong number. <laughs> She's calm, a little calmer now, but I was dying. I was like, yo, someone gave me the wrong number. She sounded like the white lady from Spider-Man 2 in the face. Oh, but anyway, but we're good. She's, you know, that's the homegirl. You know, we're good now, but And I love hilarious. the hoodie. I really do. The hoodie is fire. Yeah. And we have a special guest, everyone, as you can see, calling in through Skype all the way from New York City. I don't know if she's in New York, New York City, but she's in New York City nonetheless. Celeste, welcome. Hi. So, uh, yeah. So, my name is Celeste, but I think uh, most people probably know me as the radio gal on TikTok. Um, in real life, I'm a DJ and a writer for Uju Media. I write about entertainment and wellness, but my passion is wellness. So, that's what my TikTok is about, and I think that's how you guys found me. And so, yeah, that's a little bit about me. And I'm in New York City. I'm in the Bronx. Oh, okay. Anybody's wondering. <laughs> the Bronx is yeah? uh, fun. I got some 
It is from the Bronx. Yeah, the Bronx Actually, is dope. One of my <laughs> one of my closest friends, Keisha, is from the Bronx. So that's interesting. Do wow. y'all still wear dresses with Tim's? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, not that I've seen recently. First of all, it's it's too hot for Tim's right now. Like you don't, True. I don't even want to think about a Timberland boot. <laughs> to be honest with you, like it's just way too hot. But nah. But mm, let me see. I'm thinking about last winter. No, I don't think I did. I think I think we did it. We did good. We held it I down. It, y'all. Mm-hmm. How did you find her, uh, Austin? I'm assuming. So actually. The way this link up happened, my boy Monty, uh-huh. um, I'm not sure if he found you on Instagram or, or TikTok first, but my boy Monty, mm-hmm. I was chilling with him. We were shooting my Quarantine Thoughts music video, and he was like, mm-hmm. hey, you should get this DJ on your show. Um, she goes by the radio gal. I'll send you her I'll send you her Instagram. And I was like, all right, cool. Um, so he sent the IG and I looked it over, and I was like, all right, bet, yeah, um, let me know. He was like, all right, I'll, I'll take care of everything. I was like, all right, cool. So I really didn't have to do nothing. He wow. then um, proceeded to hit you up and set everything yep. up and then linked us, and, yeah, the rest is history. Here we are. Yeah, yeah, he was really good. He just he was so professional. He slid in the email. <laughs> I was like, you didn't have to do all that. Could have did a good little DM. I'm not that special. <laughs> but he was cool. He like did his little email thing. And I was like, oh, okay. I checked you guys out. And it seemed like a good podcast. I'm excited That's to be here. Uh, yeah. So my boy Zenzo mm-hmm. is actually in the YouTube comments right now. Yes, Zenzo. She's a DJ. Mm-hmm. And her sets be live. I, uh, I watched a few of them on her Instagram story. Y'all can check her out. Her Instagram oh. is in the comments. Uh, in the, in the uh, description, actually. Um so mm-hmm. about that so you're a dj how long have you been djing for um honestly i'm like a newer dj i'm like maybe like a year and a half not really? that long oh, okay but, yeah yeah oh, but honestly I, it's not because coming from radio djing wasn't that oh, hard okay. of a thing for me to latch on to you know so it just kind of came easy for me i've been loving it when so. you say coming from radio what exactly like what uh aspect of radio that you participate in like and, and what was it about that that made you like branch off into the dj so when i was at a smaller radio station i kind of wanted to move up to like a bigger radio station and i didn't know really how to get my foot in the door and i remember i met a dj and he was just like he was like, oh, you should you should DJ because you're a female. So like it will be like more unique and easier to spot. And like these days, radio stations are more prone to DJs because they can hire them to do more than one thing. Like they can log, they can spin on live and they can be a personality. So you should learn how to DJ. And so I was like, oh, shoot, like you're right. Like and in the station that I was at, we had turntables and I like never touched them. I never even <laughs> thought about them. And so then I like, I tracked down another female DJ. I asked her to like teach me and I'd like work for her for free. And she was like, yeah. And that's kind of like how I got my foot in the door when it came to DJing. Wow. Yo, I'm so glad we have you because um, I'm ignorant to this aspect of like the music area. Like I want to ask you something. Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead. Okay. I want to know what is a DJ. Now, before you answer, I want to say that for me personally, <laughs> I think as a of a uh-huh. DJ as someone that plays at parties, spins, mixes music, you know, 
But then you think of DJ Kali, then you think of DJ Envy, who's a radio personality and who puts together albums, but I'm not sure if he produces. And then DJ Kali, who's like strictly producing. Um, so like mm-hmm. in your mind, I want to, I want to know in your mind, what is a DJ if there's branches and, and where do you fit in? Like, uh, I want, I definitely want to know, do you want to be like a, a multi-purpose DJ? But yeah, please, like, honestly, tell me, speak to me like a third grader. Like as far as I know what a DJ is, but <laughs> for the people, you know, for additional artists, let me know what you feel like a DJ is nowadays. Um, I think, I mean, your definition was pretty good. Like a DJ is a person who is, I would hope, typically into music and mixing different sounds in in order to create a vibe for whatever, a party, an event, a gathering, and to bring people together through music. So there are different DJs like DJ Khaled that mainly produce, but he started off mainly as a DJ, more of like a trick DJ. Um, So that's pretty normal. Like, for some DJs to start off DJing and then get familiar with the software, get familiar with sounds and beats, et cetera. And then they usually move on to like producing, engineering, et cetera. And they branch out. Like me personally, I'm still in the stage of enjoying yeah. like, well, when I could work parties and yeah. everything and like clubs and stuff, I'm still in that space that enjoying that. Um, I'm sure maybe later on, if I ever, just need something new or need a challenge, I would probably be open to producing and stuff like that. But your definition of DJing is, it's it's pretty good and it's simplified. It's basically that. Oh, that's what's up. This is dope because I want to get like, mm-hmm. uh, I want to get your perspective of actually being in that moment of DJing a party. Like to you, this is so cool. I'm, I'm excited to talk to a DJ because I've never talked to them about their experience okay. like live at a party. All right. Now when it comes mm-hmm. to, what is the first of all what type of attitude do you have coming into a party and what is that moment in a party that makes you go like oh i'm that nigga or i'm that you know i'm that dj you know what i'm saying like 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 real quick though with that being said i I used to battle rap right actually i'm still an active battle Uh rapper and for me the biggest moment Mm -hmm. is that crowd reaction and the adulations of the crowd is super priceless Mm -hmm. um but i know that comes from punchline so as a dj what is that thing that happens during a party that makes you go like, oh, my God, this is lit? Okay, so um, going in, to answer your first question, like going into a club, a party, an event, whatever, the mindset I usually have is, honestly, I just try to, because then, all right, so DJs are humans, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, we have good days, we have bad <laughs> days, we have days you know that we're back. into being... <laughs> oh, you know you're starting way back when you start saying DJs are humans, it's like, alright, yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, I, I know, we're getting deep. But you know, we have good days, bad days, and then we have days where we want to be in a club, we want to be in a party, we're hype, and then we have days where we don't feel like being in a club that day. So, like, to keep my mindset, like, fresh and clean, I like to meditate. I feel like that just gets me in, like, the right mind space of, like, okay, like, I have good energy now. Now I can bring good energy to the party because you are the energy of the party. If your energy isn't right, then the party probably isn't going to be right. And one of the best moments um, when it comes to DJing, like, party, those moments that you're like, oh, yeah, like, I'm that bitch, um, (laughs) is usually, like, for me, it's, like, at the peak of the night, right? 
everybody's lit, everyone's having a good time, and you throw on like that old school jam that hits hard and makes everybody go, ooh, like mm -hmm. that is like the best feeling on earth. Or even like moments where like you throw on that beat and the beat drops and everybody goes crazy and just starts like mm -hmm. jumping up and down yeah. and like you feel the energy, you get excited too. Like, best moments and I've even had moments that I didn't feel like I did my best yeah. you know and then like people would come up and just be like yo you killed it and in my head I'm like for real <laughs> but you know it's a good feeling you know and some people will come up to you and be like yo I remember when you DJ here that was that was the best night of my life like wow. me and my girls we partied all night like that's so dope because you're creating a memory, yeah. you know, like you're creating the memory of someone's birthday, mm. wedding or celebration, because that's usually why people go out. They're yeah. celebrating. So when you can give them a memory that they'll remember for the rest of their life, it's the best feeling ever. Mm. That's what's up. Yeah. I can't think of any other yeah. aspect that contributes to how good a party is other than food and DJing. What do you think? Like food yeah. and DJing, what else Music. is uh and the people you said? and the people and the people yeah the people really make it yeah yeah I, mean, I, st I still remember the first time i got uh, a fan from a lot from a show when i did uh i was performing mm -hmm. and the it wasn't necessarily the fan from the show that made it uh memorable it was how because we didn't talk the night of the show but she was at the mm -hmm. show and then uh, the host of the show reposted me later on, um, you know, thanking us all for coming out or whatever. And she, from there, like, went to my profile and took the time to hit me up. Okay. And I thought that was super dope mm. to, like, That's that was so the first dope. time somebody had, like, came from a live uh, from a live show, took the time to go to Instagram the, day, the next day. And, and you know wow. hit me up and become a fan and that's my I mean me and her are still good friends to this day mm. so that was dope for me wow yeah. those are the best moments when they actually go out of their way yeah. to reach out to you it's like yeah. dang like I really like impressed this yeah. person mm -hmm. yeah the DJ could be the collapsing part of the party too man I went to a party in Philly which was a very popular party I'm not gonna say the name of it Austin I'm mm -hmm. sure you know about it it's a person <laughs> at those annual parties in our circle and everything was set up beautifully. The venue was nice. The people were there. The women were there. I mm -hmm. mean, um, I'm, I'm guessing that the guys were there for the women, too. Just everything you could have asked <laughs> yeah, for. you could have asked for. <laughs> but the DJ was trash. He tried mixing all types of bull crap. I remember, I remember personally walking up to him and saying, you need to play, uh, what song did I tell him to play? I, was, I said, you need to play the, uh, what was that Young Thug and T.I. song? And it starts off just fire, like. I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, I can't think of oh that God, yeah, it's I know what you're talking about. Something like that, right? Oh, oh. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. She's alive. She's alive. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna bring up Ti every time I before I ask her a question. Now it's like, no, let's stop. But um, yeah. And so he played it among the crowd. And and everybody went crazy, and um, I wanted to go back to him, but I was like, "Dang, I can't go back to him every time I think of a dope song." But so anyway, my point is, everything could be perfect, but if the DJ messes it up, it could be just like you overcooking a fire cake or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it it, it could suck. Have you had? Yeah. Like, I want to ask: Have you had a moment where 
how is it like when when does the DJ have a moment where he's like, "Yo, I'm trying, I'm I'm just trash right now." Like, what, have you had that moment before where you're like, "Man, I gotta kind of switch it up." <laughs> Be honest, please. Really yeah, like- I think DJs are really yeah DJs are really it's it's a lot of pressure, <laughs> you know. Especially when like I hate to say it like this, but it's true. But when like you're working for a so like a sober crowd, it's hard, man. <laughs> like yeah, people course. are usually like really like stiff yeah. and very like yeah. you know and you're playing all these songs and you're trying to figure out what the crowd wants what the crowd wants and there are moments where i've been like damn i don't know what this crowd wants you know mm. and it's, it's taking a minute yeah. and you feel like you're trying so you're gonna like you're gonna win some and you're gonna lose some you know there are gonna be times where you straight up kill it and you feel like the man walking out of that mm. party and then there are times you're gonna just want to just <laughs> but like it's it's all moments, but if you can read a crowd, I think that's like the key to everything. Like got that in one of the getting comments. that first song. Say what? We just got that in one of the comments. Uh, Devin on Facebook said you got to be able to read the crowd as a DJ. Oh wow, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you got to be able to read the crowd. That's like so important because if you can kind of like read them, you're good. It will guide you, and and reading them can mean anything. I. Red crowds by like, you know, maybe their age, you know, like, or the way they're moving to certain beats. I'll be like, okay, so they're kind of feeling this. Let me throw on this song, this song, this song. So you just gotta, gotta read people a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I got one, I got a question okay. from you from mm-hmm. Facebook. Uh, Devin again, shout out Devin. Okay. Ray. He's on the BNY podcast every Friday, uh, 6.30, hey, Devin. o'clock. Whatever he, whenever he gets here, he's always late. Great um, question. Great question. <laughs> I see it. Asks, what's your go-to track to get the party going if you feel it dying down? Oh, that's a good Top question. Top three tracks. Top three. Oh, yeah. You could give top, top three. three tracks. I would say people love, this is like a throwback. Throwbacks work okay. really well for me personally. But like, um, I would say Slow Motion by Juvenile gets people every (laughs) single time. Wow. Yeah. I can see that for sure. That's the one. Uh, Keep in mind, I am in New York. So like my top three may be different from somebody else, you know, from another DJ who's somewhere else. Um, So that usually works. Anything Biggie. You throw on anything Biggie. Oh, yeah. You And if like Biggie and Little Kim, you're safe. (laughs) You're safe. Like, it's good. (laughs) Don't you worry about a thing. And then um, I would say this is like, I would, I'm going to throw this answer out there. But if you're a DJ and you're just getting in, don't do this too soon because you're probably going to ruin the night. Say anything that's like like, popping, like the most popping song. Whatever it is, by Dre, DJ Khaled, doesn't matter who it is, you throw it on, everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, because that's right. the song they're waiting for. But that's why I say don't yeah. throw it in too early because you don't want to mess yeah, it up, you know? Yeah. So I would say top three, I usually go so, like that. Yeah, you definitely got to go by your uh, mm-hmm. whatever your geography is for sure because uh, mm-hmm. you go to the mm-hmm. wrong place and play a song that they don't bang with in that in that area. Right. Get yourself in some trouble. Yeah, if so, yeah. someone beefing with so-and-so from this mm-hmm. area is like, yeah. oh, that's on fire, but that's the only dude that's beefing with the dude in this area. Yeah. Have you ever dealt with that, like, uh, as far as, like, mm-hmm. local artists, like, uh, in DJing a party where 
uh, uh, one local artist or, or anybody in a party literally doesn't want you to play a specific person. So, like, they'll, like, do whatever it takes for you not to play that person. Like, they'll pay you or whatever. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I'm going to do what the majority wants to hear. Like, if you're one person in a crowd and you don't want to hear Meek Mill, but everybody yeah. else in the crowd wants to hear Meek Mill, <laughs> I'm going to play Meek Mill. So it's like you're one person in a crowd. I'm not going to listen to you. So, yeah, that's kind of how I, I think handle Meek Mill saved a lot of parties, man. I'm sorry. Just from that intro song? Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's that another too. song. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold up, wait a minute. Yeah. Nightmares. That is fire. That is everyone gets that song. Like I never like mix it because everybody knows every single word to the whole song. Like you gotta sing Mm. the whole song. And then if you like, I know one thing that works is like playing like Rick Ross. I'm a boss. After everybody goes like just that that combination for some odd reason people just lose <laughs> their shit i don't yeah. know why but yeah i remember being in the club one time and um like it was lit it was maybe around one o'clock a.m at this point and um the dj play fm uh-huh. um deuces which was cool but mm-hmm. niggas was horny mm-hmm. so like when they played <laughs> deuces like People didn't care. Like, that was the song you don't really dance behind chicks on deuces. And, it, uh-huh. and people right. still trying to grab girls. And they was like, this ain't. I heard one girl, I'm not going to lie. She said, this ain't where you dance with girls. This ain't the song. I was like, that ain't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, so, so I realized DJs look for that. And shout out to Phil Atkins, man. He's the best DJ that I personally know. Um, yeah, he's good. Are you hip? Yeah, Hello? she's hip. She's hip. No, you're hip. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Phil is uh, yeah. a DMV native. You know what I'm saying? Uh, milk dud mm-hmm. head. I got to throw some shots at him because I know him like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, I realized that DJs find pockets where they, uh, what's it called? They kind of, not pander, but they, uh, they what's another word for pander but doesn't seem like a kiss-up word? <laughs> where they, they respect cater. a certain demographic. They, they cater. cater to Beautiful. It. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. To a certain thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, even the... Um, <laughs> You know what I love, and and I'm sure you mm-hmm. already implement this, but when the DJs get into the reggae pocket that is reggae, but still people know it because it was such a big hit, like the um, I'm yeah. so in love with you, love with you. oh, mm-hmm. I'm down, like it's like I, oh, yeah. I respect that so much, like I like just recognizing that, you know what I'm saying? Um, okay, yeah. but look though, what I want to ask you again is this, all right. So when you when you when you're uh-huh. planning on DJ and when you're first preparing your newbie, how do you prepare? I want to know is it overwhelming to be pressured to kind of keep up, quote unquote, to like the latest? Like how does that process go when you want to capture new songs, or do you worry about being not hip? You playing you playing uh uh, uh two step when it's like 2012? You're like uh, niggas not listening to two step no more. So how do you feel about the keeping up pressure to keep up with the latest music? Um, yeah, it just, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm listening to music all the time. So I don't feel like a pressure to like, Yeah. I guess, keep up with new music because I just, I naturally do it, yeah. you know? But um, like I said, it all goes ties into like reading a crowd and just knowing what they want to hear, you know? And there have been moments where like, you think the crowd wants to hear the latest song, but really they want to just hear some Afrobeat, Afrobeat or some reggae or some 90s music. 
you know, you'd be really surprised. So it all goes down to like reading the crowd and figuring out what's the vibe and what they want to listen to. I've been to some parties where it just turned into an R&B night and everybody just wanted to like, you know, jam out to R&B and that's just what it was. So it's not always about like, what's the latest song out and playing only the stuff that's being played today. You'd be surprised how many people go out and they just want to hear like, a little bit of everything, you know, yeah. or just like that throwback that they haven't heard in a long time. So, yeah, that's that's what it is. I don't feel too much pressure, though, or anything like that. Um, no, yeah, I don't think I feel too much pressure at all. Sometimes I do feel like <laughs> a little like, huh? Like, honestly, it's just kind of it's it's weird, but it's whatever. So the app. TikTok was the first time that made me question like, damn, like, am I, am I up on my music? Because these kids are like, they're young, you know, they're like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, most of them these days, you know, and like the app has certain songs on there that are like new, but I was like, yo, I haven't heard this yet. And these kids are like doing these dances to it, like breaking it down. I'm like, yo, what the heck? So I think that's the only time where I've been like, maybe I should Maybe I should see what's up on like the charts or whatever. Maybe I'm missing something. Yeah. But other than that, I try to just keep up in general. Crazy. A lot of times the songs don't hit the charts until they blow up on TikTok. But, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now, one yeah. more question for you before we jump over into uh, today's topic. Uh, it comes from Devin on Facebook mm-hmm. again. Um, and it's the opposite hey, to his last question. So instead of what song was your go-to what are a few songs that you stay away from or like genre or types of music that you've that you've had to stay away from or that you've chosen Rock. to stay away from uh yeah i mean hers is good i i don't mess with rock because i don't know much of it so i'm not gonna play around with that i stay away from r kelly <laughs> all the way i like for obvious reasons i should just stay away from r kelly and um I would say probably like country music because, you know, I wouldn't do that <laughs> unless it's like Old Town Road. Yeah, so is, like, that even, is that really even Other than that, you know, I don't even know. To me, I guess. That's ain't hit the country <laughs> charts. It is. Yeah, it was on the country charts. Yeah. 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 Only because of Billy Ray Cyrus, though. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Made it on the, yeah. on the uh, country charts. Yeah. yeah. The Beyonce joint made it. Until mm-hmm. Billy Ray Cyrus That's what came I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, so it was only because of Billy Ray Cyrus. 100%. Yeah. Because I mean, a I bunch of people you. in country was like arguing to get it taken yeah, off like, the charts. Yeah, like, and then Billy Ray Cyrus was like, fuck y'all. Right. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. I think Billy Ray got on the song because yeah, just because he wanted to be an asshole. Like exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly. So hold on, was that song big before he got on though? Yeah, the song was big. Yeah, it was big. He did the remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was big because people were making a fuss about it being on the country charts. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's what's Mm -hmm. up. So everybody's Mm -hmm. got to meet our guests. Now we about to jump into today's topic. And I, if she wants to, would like to throw it to Jordan first because Jordan is the one who gave us this great topic to begin with. So we are going to let her start us off in whatever direction you want to take it. That's where we're going to start. So sex work. Now, sex work entails stripping, um, escorting, you know, being a sugar baby. (laughs) It, that's 
Oh, I don't even I think didn't know about that. that. What's, a, what's a sugar baby? It's the a opposite sugar, of sugar baby daddy. is someone that sugar gets paid. Daddy. Yeah. So basically, say you have like a six, not a 60 year old man, but it might Sometimes. be a 60 year old man <laughs> with, you know, uh, disposable income. Maybe he's divorced. Maybe he's weird. So he doesn't, he's never been married. So he basically <laughs> takes you shopping for your time. Like, for your time. He exchanges gifts and stuff like that. Now he can uh, give you allowance. He could pay for your rent. You know the the gifts vary in multiple different ranges. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but that's what a sugar baby is. Now escorting—that's simply being a date. Like, say you got to go to a wedding and you don't want people to think that you're a lonely little bastard, <laughs> so you hire this girl to come with you and pretend to be your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Now, that's escorting. Now, escorting can also turn into sex, but that's up to the escort. But professionally, it's just supposed to be a date. Yeah. Now, stripping, everybody knows what stripping is. You get up on that <laughs> stage and you shake your moneymaker. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. That's that's, shake. that's uh, <laughs> sex work, and uh, it correlates even more with sex work as you go into private strip dances mm. where you know there's a there's a little bit more freedom for you to do whatever you want with the girl you can talk sweet to her and take her home all that all that stuff yeah. you know yeah, so, so let's take it I'm, I'm category by category yeah i'm just explaining yeah what sex work us entails the, getting yeah. us the, the over the broad this is overview. The overall of sex work a, a broad overview exactly of it. now so what i wanted what i want to uh start off by asking everybody is mm-hmm. Why do you think that mm-hmm. sex work is looked down upon? I'm gonna let y'all go first. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let so let's go first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> She's the female. Yeah, my take might be a little. All right. So yeah. Um. Why do I think other people look down yes. upon it? I think because it doesn't mirror their morals and values. That's why they look down upon it. You know, they're thinking in the sense of like one dimensional of like, I would never do that. Like that doesn't align with my purpose, with my morals, with my respect, yada, yada, yada. So therefore, because I can't see myself doing it because I have the vision of it being bad. I look at you and I see it as being bad. You see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like people are just very like, you know, they're, they're not thinking outside of it. And then another thing is too, like, you know, people may just be judgmental about it and not know that person's situation. They may just jump to conclusions like, oh, she's a hoe and that's why she's doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe she, who knows, maybe her mom was like a crackhead and her dad was in prison his whole life and she was on the streets ever since she was 15 and she don't know nothing else. Like. I think people really judge a lot and they're like very like one-sided and they're not very open-minded as to why maybe that person is doing it. And so they just jump to conclusions instead of trying to understand their situation. That's why I think people judge it. Very good point. Now, Ty, what what are your Mm -hmm. thoughts on it? Why do you think that people look down on sex work? Um... First of all, I like how you assume that people do look, that we agree all agree that people look down on it. You're I mean, right I'm a, my, a majority. Right. Yeah, but, you're but, right when it comes to me. Mm-hmm. I well, think I, I mean, agree. it's illegal, so that's I what hear, we're also so going to get to that. But so go ahead, Ty. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um. But do okay. You're right. 
All right, let me just work it because I'm about to say weed. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I can. I but, can but, go okay, whatever. Like you and I. Okay, 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 okay. Why do people? Okay, okay. Let me just honestly, I'm. A, I haven't thought about why people look down on it, but it, thinking about it now, mm-hmm. people may look down on it because people may look down on it because of the. I think people may look down on it because of a couple of reasons. One might be just give us one. But but it's 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 go it's, ahead it's, whenever you're ready. No no no, it's just variables to it. I know. All right, first yeah. of all, it's usually mm-hmm. not you. You don't usually wake up or go to public school, and that's the first thing you want to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Usually, it's a doctor or a scientist <laughs> or a firefighter. Race car you want to fight fires in the house, not fires in your pants. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. But, 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 but so that could be one, and also the potential emotional damage. That it does. And also, if you're talking about the hood, you're talking about, like, the reputation that could come specifically as a female, admittedly, mm-hmm. when you participate in such a thing. Mm-hmm. So I think collectively with mm-hmm. that, that's why people are look down on it. I remember sp- specifically, I remember walking in a strip club. And I used to go to strip clubs all the time. Not all the time, but maybe, like, mm-hmm. once every... Once every three hours, say not. But once every, no, be real, no, once every month, I used to like, and I remember walking That's there one time. I had to give my man some money. He brought some money. and He said, "Meet me at the drink." And I remember I looked at it totally different. It was after I feel like I was woke, and I remember like, nah, y'all, y'all don't need to do this. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I think that look, I just think that people don't feel like it's worth the potential damage that could come with it. Now okay. it's some, it's a. That's that's my answer. I'll go deeper to it later. That's my answer. That's yeah, my answer. we got time to dive deeper. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. That's a good um, answer. Um, what do you feel? So I have a very specific and direct answer to it. Lay it on us. People look down on sex work because it's a woman-dominated industry. Ooh, well, women actually, women mm, can ooh. make more, will make more, and have a higher ceiling and and potential when it comes to sex work than men do, and like Ty pointed out on one podcast before, and I laughed at him about it, but it's the truth. It's, it's well, it's semi-true. <laughs> men, in a sense, run the world. In a sense, men run the world because we all know the truth. But in a sense, a particular I, men run the world. So men have set the narrative. And if you look at it, corporate America, all the jobs that you grow up in school that they tell you you should do, they're all men-dominated industries. They're all men-dominated jobs. People don't even push the WNBA. So, like, it's literally all men-dominated jobs that they want to push you into. Why? Because men set the narrative. So, in an industry where a woman can easily outmake a man, can, can be a man's boss if she really want to. Yeah. Like, even brothels in the Old West were ran by women. There are still brothels today, remember? Where are brothels? So somebody yeah. brothels. I'm not hip. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. But yeah, finish we'll get your... there. Um, and so that's, honestly, that's why I believe it's looked down upon. That's why it's not PC. That's why it's illegal in America in, in every state except for one. Um... So yeah, that that's my that's my answer. Very good points. Everybody had very good points, and you guys, your points are valid. Now, brothels. So brothels are basically cat houses. So there was a show on HBO called uh, The Ranch or the the uh, Bunny Ranch, 
and it was run by this woman, and it's basically yeah. you remember that show? They used to what, 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 yeah. They used to come on HBO. Yeah, HBO Max. You can still look it up. It's called the Bunny Ranch or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think uh, I remember that. That mm-hmm. was in. Um, I had to be like twelve or thirteen. Exactly. You're thinking. <laughs> we're thinking of the same. Yeah, thing. it was on DirecTV. We had paid the cable guy exactly. to get everything for free. <laughs> no, that's a fact. Yeah. We All had right, everything. but brothels are like that, where you basically go, you pay for a night with the woman basically mm-hmm. and uh you know you might sit in the living room and you'll have these different girls try to come and talk to you da da do and you know you pick which girl you want to take upstairs and so that's a brothel now brothels ran by women are ran by strong women that women have been in that industry for years and have mm-hmm. actually worked in that brothel most likely yeah. um brothels run by men like the Playboy Bunny Club, mm. I, I would say, could classify as one in the, if not as in like the face value, but right. like if you look deeper. Not and, legally or on yeah, taxes. Yeah, it's not it's reality. not on the taxes. And, and for the people who that's watching, just just for the people that's watching, for anybody that don't know, where are these located? For the people that's watching, where do you go to find exactly where to go to these? Nevada is the only place in America that you can go. Yeah. Okay, I was half joking, but okay, okay, I got you. All right. But there are, there are, um, so yeah, strip clubs. Um, they're really popular, like outside of the country. Yeah, I know they're Italian yeah. brothels. You know, yeah. um, they're actually German mm-hmm. brothels right now that have opened back up, but they're not yeah. allowing sex, mm. which is kind of like it's kind of weird. But yeah. there's people out there that accept that. Exactly, the they just want I the mean, time. We got only fans, but with so. Asians, yeah. only fans is basically a glorified Pornhub community membership. Like, <laughs> I yeah. look. <laughs> well, it's a glorified chatterbait. Exactly, I mean, like a but cam it's girl. A, it's a whole community where women are getting paid and they're not having there sex. Are yeah, they don't have yeah. to have sex. There are yeah. escorts yeah. making $500,000 a year. Yeah, like that's crazy. Exactly. But they're not, so when you said like, that women can make so much, like, oh yeah, you were not wrong. In the, Killing in the it. Yeah. Even though that there are gigolos and male strip clubs, Yeah, women aren't going to pay for dick because women don't need dick. Like, no, it's it's the, no, no, it's not that they don't need it. It's just yeah, that it's, you're not gonna pay for something that's so it's, that's free, accessible. Yeah. Like you can go. They could go to yeah. a gas station like, right now exactly. and get what they. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you get what I'm. She gets. Right. She gets exactly what I'm saying. Like if a man comes up to yeah. you like, "Hey, you want this big honey? Ten thousand for an hour?" Be like, "Yo, it's what?" Like, I'll go to the yeah, like, no, exactly. I got John down yeah. the street. But a woman. <laughs> A woman can go up to a man and be yeah. like, oh, you want this cootie coot, 10000 an hour? You're going to be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, now what I want to touch in, now that we've gotten the basis out of the way, and now that we know where brothels are. Yeah, I know. And, and cat okay. houses. Yeah, now, brothels are cat houses. You can call them cat cafes, you know, same thing. Mm. That's that's more in like okay. Tokyo and Asian culture, cat cafe stuff like that, Harajuku's, and it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to it. But Ty, um, Ty's not gonna ask you to tell him more on the way home. No, no, no. She's got it covered. She's there are right now. Right now, um, now I want to touch in uh, sex work and sex work during the coronavirus and how that exactly Ooh. and how that can. Uh, spread the disease further how it can affect people and people's money like i uh, i read an article that italian sex workers because of the virus they are facing poverty and illness because that's their main amount of income Mm. now this is in countries where 
sex work is legal yeah. and it's not mm-hmm. it's not necessarily looked down upon but encouraged by like older men with money and yeah. you know time yeah. on their hands mm-hmm. now in america people aren't there the sex work isn't really seeing a decline because it's, anyway. it's not legal that's what i'm saying yeah. so it's not really seeing a decline because it's not legal first of all is strip clubs aren't seen a decline because you can't touch the girls regardless no, 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 that's not true at yeah, all. They close that's down not true. strip clubs. Yeah, strip clubs are, yeah, strip clubs, the strippers are suffering a lot because yeah. of people, they're doing drive through in, in, in D.C. and <laughs> Maryland, and Virginia, the laws are strict. In D.C. and Maryland, you can do pretty much whatever you want. In the South, they're doing drive through strip clubs, too. I saw that. And mind you, I haven't been to a strip oh, wow. club in, um, what, two to three years? You ain't got a lot of time. No, I'm, I'm serious, like. I thought he was going to say two, three, two to three days. <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all a story. I'm going to tell you a story. Last time I went to a strip club, my man, and then I can't give any names on this. My man accidentally hit somebody and they died from it. You know what I'm saying? Like driving home. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to even go in. But that's the last time I've been to a strip club. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'll tell y'all off air more about it. I'll tell y'all on air in like two years. But off air, he actually left and someone died from him going to the strip club. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, so yeah, I haven't been in a couple of years. But but it has seen a decline. You know what I'm saying? Like Like strippers be suffering now. But I think it might translate to it might not be as heavy because it translates virtually now, just like almost anything else. Yeah, like cam girls. So a lot of strippers yeah. are making only fan accounts. Yep. A lot of strippers are exactly right. a lot of strippers are on the Pornhub community. Like it's so much money in this industry that and nobody wants to talk about this industry. Like why do you feel that way? Why do you feel like no one wants yeah. to talk about because, it? Because like okay, so say here's a perfect example. Say you're in a Walmart, right? You're walking with your homeboy, mm-hmm. and you guys are talking about y'all went to the strip club last night. Oh, yeah, bro, I saw the girl with the fattest ass. Bro, you saw that shit? You saw that? Wait, she clapped that? Everybody that's overhearing your conversation is going to look at you like you're crazy. I'd argue niggas don't care no more. You would? Yeah. I would say niggas no don't, but I feel like older, like... Like gentlemen? I feel like, like that's <laughs> never been normalized <laughs> anyway. Yeah, like... I feel like... That's the same. Ten years ago, you we would be looked at weird saying that out loud in a Walmart. But that's my when point. When kids are walking around buying <laughs> that's dark point. Like it's not as generalized as like um, I don't know, like a sport. Like nah, it ain't like I a sport. Even though it circles. takes a lot of endurance. I don't know. I think it just depends on where you live yeah. because in New York, like they're definitely that aggressive. Yeah, everybody like, in New York is aggressive <laughs> to begin with. Yeah, that's true. You know, so it's like if I were to hear that, I don't have like a Walmart where I live, but if I were to hear that in like a bodega somewhere, it would just be like my another Wednesday. (laughs) Like it wouldn't be too shocking. (laughs) But I guess when you do live like outside of New York, like things are, you know, a little more like taboo. Outside of like Atlanta where they have like the the diamonds and like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I actually don't know any strip clubs in New York. Do you know any? (laughs) But. Does anybody know any? No, I'm, me personally, I've never been to a strip club. I've always wanted to go to a strip club. I was close once, once, only one time. This guy, I was on a date with this guy, and it was going really well. And he was like, oh, should we, like, get a drink or something? Like, yeah. And we were like, let's just go to that place. And we should have known, because it was, like, a building. It was, like... It was a building with a little blue light. Like, we should have known with, like, no name. And so we, and we were like, hey, like, what's up? And the um, bodyguard was kind of like, do you guys know what this is? And we were like, it's a it's a bar, right? It's like a lounge? And he was like, nah, boo, it's a 
it's a strip club. And we were like, oh. And then he did kind of look at me like, you down? Yeah, like, man? But I was just like, no, it's like, it's a first day. That's it wasn't going that you, know, you know, you guys were yeah. there on accident. There are guys that actually do take girls to strip clubs as like dates. So yeah, like, sure. uh, I've heard that too. Yes, I've heard that. that. Here's a question yeah. for you two, I right? It, yeah. For Austin and Ty. Would mm-hmm. you take a girl on a date to the strip club? And if you would, why? Okay. Mm. That's a good question. Yeah, I'm curious to hear you guys' answer. Awesome, please. please. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the reason is very simple. I'm too cheap for all that. <laughs> Listen, I will spend $100 on a date. But if I take a girl to a strip club, I got to spend like three, $400. Yeah. I don't got time for all that. I, will, I almost went to a strip club once until I got to the door. And they said twenty five dollars, and I looked up at the wall, and the drinks was fifteen dollars. <laughs> then I looked yeah. at the girls, and I was like, "Nah, they ain't worth all that. I'm good. I'm gonna go somewhere else." And yeah. I left. Like I'm, I'm too cheap to 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 go to a strip club, or to take a girl to a strip club. Now, ask me that again in five years when I'm balling, <laughs> I might have a different answer. But right now, no, no, okay. no chance. Um, yeah. For sure. Okay. I would because it depends. Because okay, I'm gonna break this down. Okay. <laughs> it down. depends. I'm excited. I wouldn't so do that you. off the jump. <laughs> I wouldn't do it off the jump. I would have to. We would have to. I would have to establish in my mind that she has a high level of fondness of me first, because then I would be comfortable with her looking at other women. You know what I'm saying? I. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm low key a freak. I well, I'm a hockey freak. Freakly. I'm hockey a freak. So well, wouldn't wouldn't shouldn't she be more concerned about you yeah. looking at other girls nah, than you know her looking at well, other girls? Thing, though, you because know? it's not like you're taking her to a male well, look, that's post. the thing though. Okay, all right. So 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 the question would be, if it would be my idea or her idea. Like, what what's your thoughts as far as that question? What do you have in mind? If it was her idea or my idea? Like, would I say, hey, let's well, go let's to this just, club? Let's just do it as your idea. No. Okay. All right. Then unless she brings up the desire to want to do that or other women, I wouldn't do that because I would have to feel like she's confident that I love her enough to do that first. Um, if okay. she doesn't bring that up, mm-hmm. I'm not going to initiate that. Um, so they're smart. Yeah, I feel like that's slippery <laughs> yeah. slope for a man to initiate that. Yeah. I'm not going to do that, man. Yeah. I was about to say that's a dangerous, yeah, no. dangerous but thing I, to but suggest. I had female friends like... to ask me to bring them to one, which is different. But for me, like, yeah, that you know is different. Saying? I'm not gonna. That is a lot different. So, yeah. how do you feel when a female asks you to go to a strip club? It's lit. What you mean? <laughs> like, like, okay, like, not only I get to go to a place that I'm gonna see women, a woman gets to come with me. Pause. And then we used to, we used to come. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's lit. You know what I'm saying? Now, I wouldn't be able to. I, I knew a guy that went to a gay strip club with his girl, because, in his mind, the strategy was they get her all buttered up. And she got to take it out on him when they leave. But I didn't agree with that because, dog, you got to ignore you got to ignore so many swinging things. I'm like, bro, yeah. like, I can't finesse. I can't finesse that, bro. Like, all, all I'm going to say is he must have been very confident in what he was working with. Yeah. Male strip club. He must be right. mad. He must have fire tunnel vision because I can't do that. Your drinks your drinks yeah. all got the sweat swinging on it. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about him like, competing with the male strip club. Uh, that too. That too. Um but yeah, if a female asked me, yeah, if, what, like, yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm down in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's expensive though. Like, ten dollars to take out money, yeah. no cap. 
at an ATM is $10 to take out money. You take out $100, it's a $10 Bro, fee. if you go into a strip club you and better take have out more than money, $200 you better have cash. Yeah, 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 yeah. You better not go to no strip Even club hard, bro. I see my mans finesse $30 for a whole four hours. I seen it with my own eyes. I never knew how he did it. But was that just sitting at the couch or, like, was that everything? Because you got to pay to get in. You got to pay for the drinks. I don't, he, like, like, there's, first of all, there's always a way. Like, like, no, it's not regular. <laughs> it's not regular. My man finessed his way in on everything I love. I'm not going to, I'm going to say Mo. That's all I'm going to say. Everybody got a Mo. I'm going to say Mo. Mo, <laughs> Mo, you know who you are. He got, he didn't have to pay. He went through. Thirty dollars. He he was there all night chilling, multiple dances. Ended up getting some girls to buy him drinks. That was actually there. the same night I'm talking about that I last went. Bro, he probably there. goes there on a regular basis. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. yeah, that's a fact. Thank that's a fact. You. Yeah, yeah, he good. is that's a regular. Good, uh, yeah, yeah, he is a regular. He has <laughs> yeah. spent some bread yeah. already. That's a fact. He invested yeah. in the club. But, you know. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So other than that, though, because thirty dollars is like yeah, cheap. exactly. Yeah, and this was decent. Yeah. Yeah. this wasn't like this wasn't like the offskirts of Maryland. This wasn't. This was uh. This wasn't Waldorf. This was Ebony Inn. This is uh. Ebony Inn is in Blatensburg. Ebony is in Blatensburg. I have no idea where the hell Blatensburg is, but all right. Okay, okay, yeah. So, I'm, but, but, but I, that was a good guess, though. He 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 was a regular. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She um, wasn't guessing. She knew. I knew. That's yeah, not a guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just well, don't do know. that shit. Just going in the strip club for the she first. Knew. Nah, he's a regular. They know right, him. Some, how much do you think a lap dance costs? Let me ask you something. How much I think a lap dance costs? $50, $25. Oh, okay. No, nah, it's like 5 to 10 Oh really? Yeah, but in New York it's probably like twenty to twenty. Yeah, like I'm like. But it's like five to ten. It's only yeah. five to ten. It's, like, it's five. <laughs> I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say ten. Right, but a black dance in... is just one. But wait, yeah, like, a black dance only lasts a song though. Only lasts a song. And that's why, and that's why T Pain oh, is my okay. favorite artist because he made the long lap dance song. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Anyway, 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 I went to a joint. I went to a joint in Kansas City, and the lap dances cost more than that. I'm talking Kansas City, Missouri. How do wow. how do lap dances in Kansas City, Missouri, cost more than they do in D.C.? Maybe the yeah, you got to think of the quality of stripper too, like their oh, reputation. They, they were, they yeah, were, they were probably the girls. Well, then that's why. How much? You were twenty five. Probably 20? why. Yeah. It, yeah, it was what she said for twenty five. Twenty five for a strip dance. Oh no, nah, you crazy? You lap dance. <laughs> nah. And the thing is, the best the strategy would be to get lit. By the way, for the record, uh, precaution, past life stuff, past life stuff. I'm not glorifying it. You you live and you learn. You know what I'm saying? But the the strategy was to get high because every, when you get high, everything lasts much longer. Yeah. And so the song would be well worth your money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it seemed like it was just a song, but it seemed like it lasts forever. So you're like, damn, I paid $10 and she on there for a minute. You know what so I'm saying? So you got to count your substance and your cost of doing business at the strip club. Yeah, you do. You got to. Now, um, see, strippers, like I mentioned earlier, strippers are making OnlyFans accounts. Yeah. Now, mm. Let's let's just kind of dip into OnlyFans a little bit. The glorified Pornhub community. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. With now, what do I want to say? Hmm. With yeah, OnlyFans, as you you guys, would you pay for OnlyFans? You trying to get us to dedicate ourselves first, as huh? subscribers or something? You got it first. Huh? Like that? Like yeah? Like it's say you, no, like, you say like a Twitch streamer? Like you want to subscribe? You want to? You know? Would you do that yourself? Would you do that? As a male, like would I subscribe? Would you use OnlyFans as a subscriber? Would you do that? I personally don't. I don't. I don't see why you would do that. I'm gonna be honest. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Austin. Oh, that's all his answer is gonna be. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna. I mean, I can elaborate. You can. Uh, Please. Okay. Would you pay for a napkin? 
<laughs> no. Uh, what? No, 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 I'm going answer, somewhere with this. Actually. Okay, that goes no. To my answer, actually. Would you pay for a napkin? No. Why? Because it's a fucking napkin. Right. Because you could get, you could go pick it up anyway. Right. If Beyonce sweated on a napkin, would you pay for it or be more likely to pay for it? No. Okay, not you. I'm not sure. But my point is, <laughs> if Beyonce... Why like, do like, I want Beyonce's sweat? I'm just saying, like, napkin. whatever she has. If it's Jordan's shoe or whatever, it, you're more likely to pay for it. For me <laughs> to pay for OnlyFans, I would have to literally be a fan of that girl outstandingly more than anything else. Other than that, the content is free online. Would you pay for Cardi Matter of fact, you can even play fans? you can even look for bootleg only fans. Would you play for Cardi B's only only fans if she was if she was getting down? I'm not at that no, I don't I don't I don't who, care for who her. Who are you much. a fan of? No, I don't care for that. Tell me the woman you are a fa- a fan of, Ty. He all would right, pay for I'm, Rihanna. He would pay right. for Monica. No, I wouldn't pay for Rihanna's at all. She got I, she's overrated to me. No, you know what? I actually understand what you're saying because I thought about it and like maybe it's just a stretch or whatever. But I know there are porn sites that are free. So you wouldn't pay for OnlyFans to see sex. And then there are also like, um, what is it called? Like, it's just, oh, chat rooms. There are chat rooms where people are doing the same thing. It's free. You know, so there are so many options out there that you know you can get it for free. So I can see why you'll be like, I don't don't see the need to pay for OnlyFans unless I am a fan. Yeah, because like like I mentioned before, I told y'all that this is this is embarrassing to admit in front of Celeste too. But I told y'all, I, I told a girl that we were boyfriend girlfriend so I could get a kiss out of her, right? Yeah. But it, that wasn't a thing. Yeah, okay. But, but look, that was just because of her iconic status in my mind already. It was more valuable than a regular girl because I've known her for years and I thought about her on a pedestal. Yeah. So so yeah. if only fans, <laughs> Austin, don't be holding back on me, nigga. Hold on, no, no. Austin is holding back on me. He let me be too reckless. I'm shutting up right now. <laughs> oh, please. No, forget that. Please. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. I have a question. What's your question? What's I have your a question. question. <laughs> I can't stand it. Um, so, like, after you got this kiss, yeah, what, what happened after that? Did after you, two were you, oh like, psyched or did you broke up with her, her after two months. Yeah, because, I, yeah, because uh, it was underwhelming. But, <laughs> yeah, because... What she, does that even mean? Right? God, and then he gets the kiss finally. Whether it was underwhelming or not, Celeste, it was it was a bad foundation for a real relationship, and it 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 it, it was obvious don't as we talked. Don't get serious told. on me, Ty. Don't get serious. Please, that was it. No, Stay like, reckless, baby. Oh Stay goodness. reckless. That's why it was really. I was like, this is a unhealthy foundation for me to start a relationship. Like I was like, nah, like I. I should have finessed it. Been a even today. I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I want to see how can I say this. Even today, if I really like a girl, uh-huh. put it like this: I'm gonna try not to go beyond some mad physical stuff and just see if we can hang each other. Because this is for any man. I don't care what you say. If you disagree with this, you a liar. We'll if see. you could, if you hang it with a girl without a, being touched, without needing okay. to touch her. You love that chick. You love that chick. You know what I'm saying? And that goes with friend or girlfriend. If you're able to consistently hang with a girl and you don't have to do stuff physically, you love her. So I want I want that first before. You, you, le- you love her company, her conversation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You probably you know love saying? her that's, mind. That's... But, like, as a woman, how, how would you know? Like, how long would you have to hang out with a guy and not 
and determine that like oh he really likes me because he oh, that's easy. Touch me. that's easy you know you can't answer this question you're not a woman that's true that's true Jordan. but i, I can <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay but we can we can uh make it male based so what you can answer the question but look here's a woman's answer so I feel as though if you can hang out with the dude for like two months, two, three months without having to do anything, he really likes you. Now, two, three weeks, I wouldn't say that much because niggas can hold out. So two, three months is my answer. Now, if you were That's a, man, a long time. But I, I respect it. I respect it. I know. Really. That is a long time. That's the weed out the niggas that just want some pussy. Yeah, but two or three oh. months, you're gonna weed out a whole bunch of niggas. I okay, could hold out for six months. Shit, you might. Six months if it's, is if good it's too. what I really want. Yeah, six months is good too. But, no, yeah. but I'm saying if I really want it, I, I'll hold out six months. Okay, now for a man, like, how long do you think? Uh, so let me base it off of this. So if you have sex with a female on the first <laughs> night you meet her, how do you see her? It depends how I saw her before I did it. To be honest with you, it it really does. For me, if mm-hmm. if I thought that she was, um, if I liked her before, I don't look at her any differently. But if I just met her, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, that was fun, but I'm cool. <laughs> All right, so this is what it is. I'm not going to lie. Real quick before you go. Yeah, I'm please. To like this. No, no, uh, you're good. Uh, Celeste, you got a fan. <laughs> and he told me to tell you. Oh, what's that? tell you specifically and that's the only reason i'm interrupting right now but my man zinzo he goes okay. by tricks kid he's on the youtube chat uh he's 11 so okay don't oh let him get God. you in trouble but uh oh, <laughs> but but he, he's a, a big fan of yours and uh he said that also about your dj and not just uh not just you in general he said, "What did he say?" Oh, he said, what? The time I said thank you, I he really appreciate it. <laughs> he, said, he said that the DJ in the corner is noise. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, you oh, might man. make some money off that OnlyFans, Celeste. Yeah, eleven. Oh man, <laughs> that man's still geeking over Sailor Moon. Uh, I've thought about it a few nah, times. Like, listen, I can't oh, DJ anymore. <laughs> um, but but what was I about to get into? I was about to. If you, uh, um, you were oh. saying how you see a girl like after okay. you have sex with her and stuff. Okay, yeah. so this is what it is. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> when if a girl gives it up the first day, I still, it's that's still not enough for me to dismiss you because I'm not gonna lie. Dismiss. I had experience. <laughs> the fact that he said dismiss. <laughs> it's not enough. Dismiss. I'm not gonna discredit you just because you gave it up the first day. As emotional as women are, you were dismissed. Please, ma'am. I, I had experience with, and I'm not a. You may leave the premise. Right, Thank you so much. That ain't it, man. Thank you. You gotta so read much. more into <laughs> how it happens. Like, like, okay. especially if you really think you that nigga, then you like. Of course, you're gonna give it to me the first day. Of course, she she couldn't hold out. She I've I've this. I've, I'm I've ex- now just look at me. Look at it's me. Not even on that. It's not even that. It's more on the mind swag. It's that too, but it's more on the mind swag. I, I've messed with women. You know, I'm not gonna give a timeline, but the first day, yeah. Yeah. And I did. I didn't. I I thought they really loved me. I I not. And I would bet money that they would be faithful to me if I continued the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Um. But it's just the only thing is you put the pressure on the man to not do that every time you see them. That's the only thing. And that's a hard, that's a hard little. That's a hard thing to do. Hey, this, 
this man Zenzo's just said, "I'm back, my queen." <laughs> Talking to Celeste. You don't have a fan. You have a crush. You you have a big crush. He has a big crush. Hi, Zenzo. I'm not a fan. You crush him hard. Yeah, because I just want to make it clear, like like like. Shout out Monty in the chat. He's the reason you're on the show. Now, if a woman don't really like the guy, and he gives she gives it up the first day, then that you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do, <laughs> shouldn't that. do that. He said that's so disappointing. Wait a minute, what? You if you do don't that. really like the guy, like, then that's like, but but but, I'm just saying as a guy, I never dismissed the chick like for like the first day thing. That's not enough for me. To, like, I think that she, she's a human. She she had a attraction. Okay, so to your point though, before you, now nah, please, I don't need the rest of that. You good? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But to the to the ladies, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So he said that. You shouldn't, if you don't love him, you shouldn't give it up on the first. What are y'all thoughts on sex on the first night? I feel like, well, as, okay, so there's like different stages of thinking. Like when you're like 16, 17, 18, you don't really think, unless you're like, unless your mother like raised you to think like you're not supposed to do that, you don't really think about it. Like you just kind of go off of what is happening. Now, if you're say 22, 23, 24, now you're thinking about it because you don't had those few experiences where niggas was dogs and like <laughs> left you after the first night. I feel like you're less likely to do that when you're a teen. What do you think? Is um, do you feel like you agree with it that? It all depends on how how your mother instilled men into you, like how to deal with men. It, it's all about how your mother raised you to deal with men, like because you don't know nothing. You learn from your parents. So, like, you don't know anything about dating. You don't yeah. know anything about how dudes move. Like, your mom is supposed to hip you with all that shit and your aunties and, you know, your cousins stuff like You know? Yeah. I just feel like teenagers huh? really... want both of y'all. Yeah. I just feel like teenagers really wait. And I want your comment on it, Jordan. Now, I'll say that teenagers back in, like, the 90s, the, the 80s maybe... Uh, but I wouldn't say in this millennial. So you're saying this teenagers in this millennial yeah. don't wait till they actually know the guy. Bro, most teenagers... Most teenagers go on drug-fueled... Yeah, but with like, who, though? They're, I'm thinking classmates that they had a crush on for a couple... You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like crushes don't even go that far. Like a dude... Like say you meet yeah. somebody in school. Now this is speaking from... A, look, this is I'm, speaking I'm from a so millennial sorry. standpoint. This is speaking from a... You have a good point, yeah. though. She's speaking yeah, truth. Yeah, like, so. this is speaking yeah. from a millennial standpoint. Yeah. Like, we're to, okay. We're to millennials, though, just so you know. But go ahead. Okay. By a definition. younger millennial. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay. All right. So. Don't, don't go too far with that. Say not. Go ahead. If you meet a guy in school, right? You're not, he's not going to sit there and try to court your ass. Like, he really isn't. Yeah, he's going to invite you out. Chivalry is dead. Chivalry is dead. Okay? Just like monogamy is dying. Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Chivalry. Let her finish. Okay, okay, okay. okay chivalry. Okay. All right. Courting. Monogamy. Okay, okay. That's different. Chivalry and courting is totally different. Chivalry okay. is opening the door for a woman. Okay, that's dead. That's dead, no, that's, too. You but think so? It kind of okay. it kind of correlates. Like I don't think so, but okay. I feel like you can be chivalrous, <laughs> chivalrous <laughs> to a woman yeah. because you want to court her. You can be chivalrous to a woman because you want to hit her, too, though. Yeah, exactly. So that's not... It's, you okay, know I'm, I'm chivalrous regardless. Fine. Chivalry isn't in the courting and... I forgot what the other thing I said. You interrupted me. <laughs> Monogamy. I'm sorry, I apologize. Monogamy. I apologize. Yeah. 
courting and monogamy is dying. Courting is dead. Well, not all the way. There's still some gentlemen out there, but for a majority, a lot of these dudes out here mm-hmm. are not gentlemen. Like, they're, most of them are dogs. And I blame pop culture. I blame society. I blame strip <laughs> clubs. <laughs> like, I just... <laughs> it's like a lot it's systematic i feel like a lot of stuff we talk about on this show is systematic so <laughs> honestly zenzo said his girlfriend is speaking facts right now <laughs> he also officially <laughs> asked out on the date so that's so yeah. where are these comments are you making these comments up <laughs> you i don't that. see that Bro, I see you facts. can read it. speaking look all i got is doing word yo word. dj right now i'm asking you out when- <laughs> My girlfriend. And then you, you said he's like eleven, though. No. Yeah, it's a whole yeah, case, yeah. bro. We can't, we but can't mess with you. Know. Oh, no, no, no. Jesus. He but probably anyway, still got nothing coming up. Melinda, like, a dude's a, not going to. Let's do a personal show for him. A, a dude is probably, nowadays, a dude is probably going to invite you over, or and he's going to try to smoke with you, drink with you, you yeah. know, something like that, kind of get now. you loose, and then he's going to try to make a move. Yep. That's what happens usually nowadays. Now, Back, not back, back in the day. Well, yeah, back, back in the day. But back in the day, like, people would, like, actually go on dates. And, like, people would actually, like, try to court somebody. Like, they would actually spend the time to get to know somebody and da-da-da before they actually tried to move forward and have that sexual relationship. They were, like, looking for marriage more more so back then, though. Exactly. Too, so. Now that's yeah. where it yeah. comes in where monogamy is dying. Yeah. Like, and it also comes mm-hmm. in where strip clubs, like, <laughs> strip clubs help gentlemen die. Like, strip clubs kill gentlemen. Like, literally. Yeah. And, like, uh, I also want to touch on, like, street prostitutes. We'll yeah, do that we'll a little get, bit. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, that too. Like, yeah. street prostitutes have killed gentlemen. Like, when pussy becomes so easily available, it gives a nigga less motive to try to get it. Like, to yeah, really try to get it from somebody. It has to be that oh, y'all. Yeah. Because men are like hunters. Yeah, like now, now, now it's like a nigga's mm-hmm. not gonna chase after you if you're not trying to give it up. He gonna be like, "Fuck you, I'm going to the next bitch that will." Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let me ask. Uh, um, I'm gonna go back to the original question, but I want Celeste's answer on sex uh-huh. on the first date or the first night. Would I do it? Y- y- your thoughts on or it. do like? What are your thoughts on it? And sure, mm. would you do it? I think it's just I a... wouldn't do that shit, nigga. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I think like, what do I think about it? Jeez, I don't. Man, honestly, I don't judge it because it's that person's body at the end of the day. As long as you're being safe, do what you do. But I do know women who are grown; they're older, and as you get older, you know what you want. So there are women out there who. You know, some of them go on dates because they're looking for a boyfriend. And some of them go on dates because they're honestly just looking, you know, to get a little wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Like, maybe because they're more focused on other things in their life, whether it be, like, career or just, like, other areas and relationship isn't the priority, but they got needs, you know? So that's why when it comes to that, like, I'm like, okay, sometimes when you're older, you already know what you want and... There are certain things you're looking for and there are certain things you aren't. Now, <laughs> if you are like 14, 15 years old, would I suggest it? Nope. <laughs> yeah. Because you're younger. You don't really know much about yourself or about your body. You can't 
psychologically, you can't really just be like, okay, this is sex and that's it. And that's okay. You know, I can end it whenever I want. I feel like when you're older, you're more able to think that way and be like, okay, this is, if you're older and you're more mature, I got a comment. And like, you can put yourself in situations and be like, okay, like this is what it is. It's fine. When it ends, it ends. It's cool. Like this is what I want. When you're younger, you don't really have that mentality. Especially girls. Girls don't have that mentality. And it it correlates with Mm -hmm. what you're taught as you when you're a young girl. Like, like I feel like a lot of girls. We're gonna get back to the topic of sex work because this is definitely not sex work. But I'm gonna say this last little Mm -hmm. point, and then we're gonna get back to the topic. But I feel like girls nowadays. A lot of girls are losing their virginity. Like as in the these situations that we're talking about where a guy might get her high, get her drunk, da da do and then try to make a move like and that's kind of sad like it's just it's so sad how monogamy is dying and chivalry is dead yeah. and courting is dead like people don't even ask people properly to be their girlfriends anymore like you see how him right there he's just like He's he just like oh I'm asking you out. She didn't even answer. He's like oh my girlfriend's speaking facts. Like well he was talking he was talking to you when he said my girlfriend's oh, speaking facts. Well see facts. he didn't he even ask me yeah. out. Like he was talking to Celeste yeah. when he he uh when he asked her on a date. So he already claimed mm-hmm. you. So yeah oh, yeah you're taken. Anyway, <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah. And then it creates this false idea of a relationship with no foundation. So yeah. it it always falls through. So, so do you think that like the the sex work contributes to that then? Like, if yeah, you're I definitely think that sex work. Like I said, is it worth the money? Like, like in the totality of things, sex work. I feel yeah. like if you're a sex worker, is I feel like the mental impact. Let's talk about the mental impact you guys think that sex work has on people, like on strippers and uh, prostitutes, and uh, well, obviously you know the mental impact on prostitutes, but. You know, no, nah, I mean, I, I don't on paper. I mean, I can assume so. But. Not on paper. Um, I can actually tell you, like, there's um this channel called Soft Belly um, Interviews, and he is based in Skid Row. Um, so basically, Skid Row is like ground zero for crime, prostitution, selling drugs, stuff like that. So he interviews these people, prostitutes, um, pimps, um. Sugar Babies, Escorts, Dominatrixes, um, people hooked on spice, heroin, meth, just all types of things, you know? And so a lot of the times when I'm watching these videos, the mental impact I see is that it's really degraded the woman, like, mentally. Like, they don't see themselves as beautiful young queens like like we, like um, social media might portray that a woman's supposed to feel like, like, they don't feel like that because... Basically, their job is to be used for money. And I feel like that contributes to, like, depression, suicide. I mean, it comes a point where, like, oh, perfect thing. So I was watching Dave Chappelle, and he was talking about this book that he read. And it was uh, basically a how-to-pimp book written by a pimp in the 80s. Oh yeah, I think I saw. You, you've I saw seen that. you've seen this clip. Yeah, yeah. He said a bitch has a certain amount of miles on her, yeah. a certain amount of fucks on her before she loses her mind, and that yeah. shit is true. I think so too. Yeah, like that's so, so that's why I'm like the mental impact. Like you know the mental impact. It's it's all over the place. You can see. You can talk to somebody. Like 
it comes a point where all they think about is having sex with money. Like, yeah, they don't even have a life anymore. That's that's their life. So, yeah, I feel like that's the mental impact. Now, yeah, if you want to get into like the piggyback, what you're saying, to be honest, it takes a cold gangster chick to pull it off for years because unlike any other job that you don't want to do the amount scientifically speaking mm-hmm. the amount of dopamine and serotonin that is released with the sexual experience is very impactful you know what i'm saying there's no way even subconsciously for you to even tell how much it really is doing to you um even with guys in pornography when they masturbate and they're looking at a pornography the amount of stimulation and serotonin that's released and mirroring what they're seeing could be very toxic, especially if they're seeing the woman on screen being treated in a demeaning way. It is extremely toxic. You know what I'm saying? And so for that to be ha- happening in real life, and then like you talk about the younger chicks, mm-hmm. that is scary. And I think that's like, ultimately it brings a lot of finances and income, but I think to- in the totality of things, the culture, the lineage, the 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 family that it could do damage to it's 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 ridiculous to think that it is worth it in my opinion and that's why like the last time i was at a strip club i was like i end up leaving talking to a chick like i mean like or like how can i help you yeah you don't gotta do this baby yeah (laughs) yeah and i was i never thought i would ever be in that position you know what i'm saying and 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 and, uh, admittedly this might be a hot take but i start looking at black women differently at that moment, I was like, I never looked at, this is going to be wild. I never looked at black women in, in the more disgusting than I did in that moment. In that moment. You understand? The next day was, but I was like, I'm so appalled because I feel like you're dignified and your dignity is really leaving. Like, See, I, you know that's my point. I, I don't know when it comes to, like, when it comes to prostitute, like prostitution, yeah, it can have uh, it, it not can it does have a very detrimental effect. But when it comes to the strippers who literally just do their job and not the extracurricular, mm-hmm. but but strippers who actually do their job, yeah, and that's that's just what they do. It, I think it has less of a, a effect on them. It might than have it a more of for a... the ones who are sleeping around for money, or the prostitutes who are some are being forced to sleep around for money. But when you're just like for a stripper who's just doing her job, for a girl on OnlyFans who ain't never got to get touched. Honestly, the like if I was to just talk about the OnlyFans uh, side of it, or I also I know strippers who just do their job and don't do the extracurricular and they feel fine like they feel great about yeah they could be they could feel empowered like yeah yeah. exactly yeah have an empowering effect when you don't yeah yeah uh stuff that's detrimental to your yeah Yeah. for sure absolutely correct and then i also yeah and i also think about like the like the mental aspect of it i feel like it might affect women when they've gotten caught up in the sauce for too long and now they're stuck. Yeah. You know, like now they're in, they're like like they can't get out forties and fifties. Like they feel like they can't get out. Like you, have you ever been around like older women that have, you know, had a lot of mistakes and I look at you young woman and they'll be like, don't be like me, you know, like, don't be like, I feel like those are the women the most that are just like, they don't want to say like 
but they're scarred. Yeah, they're scarred because they're like, you know, what? There's nothing I can do now. Like, you know, I don't know if I can go to college. I change my life, and I'm getting older, and you know, I, I don't know if they got like retirement plans. But those are things that you kind of got to think about, and when you think scary thing, because it's like exactly. you got to start all over, but you're used to all this money all the time so thinking about adjusting your whole life is like a scary thought versus someone who's younger maybe like a girl who's like stripping and she's like in her early 20s she could still turn it around there are strippers out there that they don't want to get lost in the sauce and they're just using to go to school you know and then they're out in four years and yeah that's just something that they did for a little bit and they go on you know so i think it just depends. Like if you if you really get caught up in that life and the drugs and sex, and then you let, because be honest, like there are addicts, right? Who they turn it around too. You know, they get off the drugs, they get out the streets, they really turn it around for themselves. But time is everything, and if you let too much time pass by, that's when it can get scary. And I think that's when the feeling of like, now, damn, what am I gonna to, do now? Kick now bench. we're talking about older women, right? Yeah, you have to look at the younger women that are like 17, 18, come mm-hmm. from abusive homes and pushed into this kind of lifestyle, you know, and how, you know, this type of sex work can be an introduction to a lot of stuff like sexual trafficking, kidnapping, drug abuse, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, I know that a lot of escorts do get kidnapped and some of them don't survive, like, uh, strippers too like they mm-hmm. leave after a night of working and someone's waiting for them in the back parking lot because they like the way they dance it can mm-hmm. be really it can be a really dark dangerous subject but people like to look at the oh look at the way that ass shake they want to look at the bright side the the side that everybody comes for they don't want to look at the um, negative effects of it yeah now, yeah that's crazy too and, uh, cause along those lines yeah. of the dark side and I actually, I pulled up an article earlier uh, before we got here, and um, I put up a few articles, but this is the one that I saw on sex trafficking, and um, this is from a couple years ago, so, but when it comes to the dark side, and you're talking about the younger girls, 16, 17. It's constant. It said said one in the seven reported runaways, Mm -hmm. the girl was actually a victim of, of child sex trafficking. It wasn't a runaway. Mm. She was taken. Yeah. But it was reported as a runaway. Yeah. There are kids taken from orphanages. Yeah. Go ahead. And there are even, I've even seen stories too. Like, I've seen Hmm. stories like young girls, right? Maybe they, they, mom and dad, and they don't get along with their parents. Mm -hmm. And they have like that older boyfriend or that older guy around the block that's like, Oh, just come, come in with yeah. me. Like, I'll take care of you. You'll be good. You'll be good. And so they leave their parents' house thinking like, oh, yeah, like my little boyfriend's going to take care of me. And what happens? He like gone. traps her and then gone. And then they end up in like, you know, prostitution. And that ends up being their pimp, you know? So when- now, this is something that's very because they didn't I got a, oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I got a, a good comment that I want you guys' opinion on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Devane Wright from Facebook, shout out to uh, Devane. She's uh, a wife to Joy. She's a mother. Um, she said, yes, but a lot of what happens to sex workers happens because we criminalize prostitution and or shame sex and sex workers when this is the oldest job. 
the legalization yes. of prostitution can change some of some of the outcomes that we're talking about right now. And you are very you're very right. I mean, you're that's correct. Now, the legalization mm-hmm. of prostitution um you can look at it over overseas to see kind of what it would be like in America. And overseas, you know, they still have they still have those kind of problems that we're talking about now, but it's not as prevalent. You don't uh they don't have felonies. <laughs> I said her name wrong. Huh? Yeah, I said her name wrong. <laughs> they don't have felony um, prostitution charges, so oh. it doesn't mess up their life overseas. But, like, when that's your job and, like, that's what you're making your living off of, it's like there's so – it's a bigger competition over – it's a bigger competition. when you Once you legalize something, like, just like weed, you see how the cannabis industry has literally blown up mm-hmm. with the legalization of weed. Now, yeah. that's because uh, at first it was just, you know, little drug dealers competing with one another. But now it's yeah. companies. Now, with the legalization of sex work, you know, strippers might actually make less money because of the competition on how big, how, how it's going to grow when you legalize it here. I don't know about that personally. What because do you think? sex is the biggest seller of all time. Like, literally, when she says it's the oldest job in the book, like, yeah. it goes all the way back. And it's enough men, and even if it was less, it's enough men that I don't think you will, the sex work could ever get too big for it to be profitable. I think you just have to be good at what you're doing yeah i think that i I agree with that yeah that that too i agree with that look at the porn industry there's enough pornography could stop right now they can stop making videos everywhere people still pay yeah and you can stop making porn right now you can stop making every any porn video and you would still have enough videos to watch your whole lifetime exactly but my my question is uh what she was saying at the first she said a lot of what happens to them is because it's illegal I would have to see what she means when a lot of what happens to them because yeah. I, they're not getting they're not getting um they're not getting well, kidnapped because it's illegal they're not well, getting mentally you, damaged no, because you, it's illegal. You got to think of honestly a lot of the a lot of the mental damage does come from the shame. distress yeah. and the shame and the uh what's the risk factor of the job. Yeah, I think like, more mental damage. It's dam- a high risk mm-hmm. job. You you even when you're in a quote unquote good area, even if you have Honestly, from what I've heard, when you are in the good area is when you have to worry the most when you're with those corporate, with people, with corporate men who are coming. Like Harvey Weinstein. I've heard that's when you have to worry the most. Like, um. Then they'll have mm health care, legal protection. Yeah. Things like that is what, is what she's saying. Just like, uh, um, Jeffrey Epstein, you know, he's a big, he's a hot topic in, uh prostitution and trafficking and yeah. stuff like that you know he um mm, i lost my train of thought mm-hmm. <laughs> messing around with the microphone i'm sorry but um <laughs> hey guys um oh someone sorry someone's actually like knocking on my door i'll okay. be right back is that okay no yeah, okay 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 but yeah so um, keep talking don't get kidnapped out on this joint. yeah don't get kidnapped oh god all right you're right but, and if they offer you $50, don't think it's for no reason. 
fifty dollars is not enough. Period. <laughs> you want to lick somebody's finger for fifty dollars? No. Uh, you say they, lick a finger. Lick a finger. I'm just trying to start at the bottom. If I'm just trying, trying to see pay, where she was at. If they're trying to pay me fifty dollars to lick their finger, that finger had to be in the asshole. That's all. Dang, that's it had to be. Dang. But yeah, so um. Um. What do you think is the most like profitable? Like as far as OnlyFans, do you think that's the most no. efficient? No, I feel like escorting and being a sugar baby is the most profitable. Uh, there's chicks on OnlyFans. You know, uh, Ruby Rose. She just made what over a hundred k. Bella Thorne made like, two point five. And then she's a special case because she's already a celebrity. But Bella Thorne made two point five million. Now Bella in a Thorne weekend. might not even see half of that. No, nah, they they take twenty percent. OnlyFans takes twenty percent. That's light compared. But to they've only said OnlyFans. The statistics say they've paid out seven hundred million dollars to creators. Now keep in mind, OnlyFans has been around like a year. Like, isn't it? I I think it's been popping for a year. It's been around. I think since like 2014, 2015 is when they first created it. Uh huh. But it's only been popping for a year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they paid out seven hundred million this year over the, over the life of. Oh, when okay. Ruby Rose made $100,000 on OnlyFans in two days. Jesus Christ. Ruby Rose. Man, new how much? chick. 100000 in two days. Yeah, that's crazy. But she, was she an already established no, porn? She, she, no, she wasn't. She wasn't. Uh, she's, she, like, worked her way up as an Instagram model. Oh. I remember because I was one of the niggas that followed her. I was blown when she got popular. <laughs> I, I followed her. I was hating because I was like, she's too, getting too big-headed. So Instagram models are now making OnlyFans accounts now. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody's absolutely. doing it. Because money's everybody's money getting hit. I don't know how. I don't think Instagram models' money is getting hit. I think she just did it to get in on the money. But yeah. welcome crazy. back. Yes, but, welcome back. But when you yeah, welcome Hello. back. But when you Thank do you. OnlyFans, you get to choose what you expose, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's women that only do yeah. that only show their feet. Only, only show OnlyFans. toes. Only show their feet. Only yeah. show toes. Yeah. That's 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 kind of beneficial to me. Only, OnlyFans was not made for what it's used for, what it's popular for. It was literally supposed to be used just like Patreon. It uh, wasn't made really? for, yeah, it wasn't made for what it's being used for. Really? Oh. That's, that's, a, that's, that's crazy. I wonder what made it, like, turn into that. <laughs> Somebody you know got a couple hundred thousand. <laughs> trying to get some money. Yeah. <laughs> Sex workers trying to get some money. Right. Remember, a year, about a year and some change, the back page was, was, was did it. They made, they, they cut back page out. That like, 2017. Now, before all of this, people used to post pictures, like, post ads for you to buy pictures of their feet, their dirty underwear, their bath water. Really? On Whoa eBay and Craigslist and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, Craigslist. Oh, Craigslist oh, was crazy. Craigslist was, yeah. was crazy. Like, Craigslist people would charge. Yeah. I know there's one gamer girl slash cam girl named Belle Delph- Delphine that mm. sold her bath water for $100, and she sold, like, 50 so units. Disgusting. What? Oh, man. Uh, it's it's why some people are into are some weird, sick bro. stuff. People yeah, but it's like it goes into where sex yeah. happens. Like, yeah, yeah, with yeah. so many fetishes, sex work can never go out because yeah, there's always something yeah, that you can. Never I agree. Just I agree. exactly. So, like, um, yeah. Back to um, um, let's go. Let's go back to uh, gigolos. You know, male sex work because you know not a lot of people talk about that. Like, uh, yeah, I agree with that. There are yeah. male escorts. There are male. Ju- there are male yeah. like, uh, 
you know, yeah, but they're not as cool. Like that's cool. It's like no, oh, you no, <laughs> you nobody say. wants to talk about <laughs> they're male not strip cool. clubs. <laughs> <laughs> now, the popularity of male strip clubs really took a spike when Magic Mike came out. Really? That sounds familiar. Where's Magic Mike? What is that? It was a movie. It was with Channing Tatum, and he was a male stripper. Yeah, it's a movie for something. Yeah, that was the whole gist. I didn't of see it. the movie. I just know it was. So basically, he mm. was he was a construction worker he got fired here's the gist of the movie by the way synopsis so uh-huh. he was a construction worker got fired mm-hmm. his friend was like oh yeah bro i got a job for you and so <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. That's blow trouble. job is better than no job <laughs> got job for you bro and went to the club had a whole 10 minute scene of like three different guys dancing and then Channing Tatum went to the back and then he got up on stage and showed him what he got and you know he got hired because he's Channing Tatum but mm. anyway so that's basically so he's getting up the money to do something I forgot mm. exactly what he was trying to raise money for but that's basically why he was stripping yeah so mm. that's the gist of Magic Mike now Male strip clubs really took a spike when Magic Mike came out because females already knew about male strip clubs, but not every female knew about male strip clubs. Mm. So now with this like sex like popularization of male stripping and gigolos, like everybody has always made the gigolo joke, like you dig worth forty dollars, like <laughs> I ain't never hear everybody. That. Yeah, I'm about to say everybody, like Wait, maybe not everybody, maybe not everybody, yeah. but when someone talk about gigolos, like yeah. Forty dollar dick bit. <laughs> have you heard of the Deuce Bigelow male gigolo? That's the, like my first kind of like. Have you heard of that? Like no. the movie? Okay, it was a very pretty popular movie by Rob Snyder. Deuce Bigelow male gigolo. That was like our generation yeah, that, that we were introduced this, where he was sleeping with big unattractive women for money. Uh-huh. It was a comedy because who would want to do that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but 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 you know, he was caking. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> so yeah, like it's, it's interesting. I'm not really. Like, if you're a dude that, no, no, man, I don't want to start. No, start. If you're a dude and you need money, would you sell your dick? <laughs> what? If you, were, if you needed money that bad, would you sell your dick? Yeah. I would. If I was, if Austin. everything was protective and clean, and every, I have, I have it a... wouldn't be like no street hoes and nothing like that. But if everything was protective and you clean. You have a choice. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying if they were paying, if there was prerequisites, sometimes you got to wear a wristband to show you got tested. That's like saying if prostitution was legal, the girls would be safer. You don't get to choose that when you choose that line of work, my guy. Yeah, you don't. You get look, what look. you get. Look, 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 you look, need look. money. You, look. you about to lose your house. No, nah, hey, listen, wait, you about wait, to lose wait. your house. You about to lose your car. Yeah. You, and you need money in a... In, in, Rasputia come up to exactly. you and say, I will pay all your bills. Everything. Just slide me some dick. <laughs> I'm gonna start running miles to get my endurance up. <laughs> if I go to LA, if I go to LA and it's the proper type of procedures where look, this is what happens. If they go to LA and it's the proper type of procedures with it, they sign up for the list to pick a woman that could do it, and I'm like a free agent type of swag where you pick That's them up. That's not they how have, it works. But no, they have okay, uh, okay, companies. Okay, okay, okay. Get they, me have, they actually have companies that do that where you I can have call, saying. where you can yeah. call in and she's like the head madame, like she's like the head dominatrix of all the girls, and she runs all the girls so you call through her and this is basically how escort service runs so you call through her right you might get a card from somebody or something you call that number you you mm-hmm. answer to her da da do 
you either she either gives you a list of names of girls or she she might direct you to a website with pictures and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's and what I was like, familiar. I want her, and then they, they have different packages. And yeah, it's like, what do you want? Like, but you gotta understand. I, I have a question. Oh, no, go ahead, I have a yeah, question. What's though. your question? So, so what if you you worked right in a situation that she just explained, right? That the let's say it's a, a head honcho, right? He answers the phone like. <laughs> who do you want? She, the person's like, oh, I want him, right? But what if the person that's saying it is a guy? <laughs> would you finish your shift? Yeah, would you do it? Or would you quit? If it was a guy? Because you don't get to talk to him. Control you don't get to pay call to him. I don't even know why y'all even geeking like that. This is a short discussion. <laughs> she asking about gay for pay. Quitting. <laughs> she asking about gay for pay, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm good on that. Yeah, because it could be a woman who calls her. It could be a I guy. And that's your boss. He's going to be like, oh, you want this one right nah. here? And he's going to be like, yeah, I want that one. And let's say he has a good price, too. Let's say he put, a like, 500000 on you. She's like, I want that one for 500000 be honest with you. What are you going to do? you going to take it or no? I'm going to be honest. I will only sign up for the head of the sexual league. Because I wouldn't be able but to this, get it up. No, this is not pornography. You, you, you can't do that. But I wouldn't get. I wouldn't. I couldn't take because I wouldn't be. I'm not gonna lie. I wouldn't be able to get it up. I would be useless. for you? I would. I'm not. No, I would be okay, useless. They, they I could. Got, they got Viagra. I couldn't do balls. it. Like it's not me. They no, got anything you need. Dragon That's not my swag. That's not the dragon. The Henny mix with the E and J. They got you, bro. They got you, bro. I would never sign up for that. I would. I'll be on the street. But when it's like, but here's our point. Here's our point. Like, you don't get to choose who you mess with. That's what I'm saying. I would never be in the league in the first place. Then I wouldn't have to. But when you have no choice, see that's how is it dangerous? I need you to understand, Ty. We just listen, Ty. We just explained to you. What if they have like an STD and they don't tell you? We just explained to you, like you were just a, a, a a living example. Of why is so <laughs> dangerous? Why is so dangerous and mentally taxing on the right. women because they don't get to choose yeah. like you just did. You don't. They know. don't right. get to say no. I'm not. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You, you missed the whole point. No, 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 I don't. Why do you say they don't? Okay, if they say no, what a happens? Prosti- uh, they can't they say no. Bro, why? 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 They don't get to choose. They don't. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. So they get to choose, but the choice is they'll get fired. Right? That's what okay, she said. Okay, I see what you're saying. Or smacked up. I see or okay. smacked up, right? Or shot. Hold on. Uh, but they get a too, choice. You're too close to the mic. I'm willing to die before I do a gay stuff. That's my, that's my point. Okay. I, we so there, there point. is a choice. No, there but is a before choice, the gay thing came in. But it's like, there is a choice. But when it's your... <laughs> when it, <laughs> I just like the way he worded that. <laughs> when, when it's your livelihood... When it's your livelihood, you don't have a choice. Like, you don't have when a choice. You, when you right. have two kids at home and you got to pay bills and Ooh, all this, you don't I have use a choice. words against him? I'm using your words against you, Ty. Okay, I'm up with that. Two or three pods ago, um, actually it was the first pod that Jordan was on, and we were talking about Nancy getting up out of her job as soon as she could. But, and Jordan was like, well, you should have just left. That's basically the, you're you're now taking that stance. You told Jordan sometimes you can't do that. You okay. got people relying on you. You got you got things, other factors, and you can't just leave. Yeah. So I'm using your words against you now. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, you true. can't just leave. You I, don't I, really have a choice right. sometimes. And I'm not changing that. I think that sometimes right. you don't have a choice. But 
Sometimes you do have a choice. Like, like, like. No, like, no, 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 I'm going to finish that. No, 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 Austin, no, no, Austin. We're not playing yeah, semantics I, I, no, no, today. No, even with her, with uh, Nancy's choice, she could have a choice to suck it up, which which is oh, way, in her position, was way be, like before death or getting slapped up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Her way or she could have left. You know what I'm saying? You, I ain't going to lie. Yes, and, but we're talking about women who don't have a choice. Yeah, like. Like we're talking about women, who right? Don't at all. Yeah, yeah, but you're, the thing is, they're just in that. If you're in sex work, but yeah, you don't have much of a choice. If you're in sex work, you don't have much of a choice to begin with because, like, the way that people get into sex work is through desperation. Most of the time, some yeah. of the time, you can't say that. Some hoes like. I, I mean, said hoes. <laughs> no, bad, they bad, like bad, that shit. They hoes. I'm Go saying ahead no, no, and claim no, 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 no. I can't say that. Some girls, really, some women like shaking their booty. I can't. No, no, see, see fine. you're talking about strippers. You're talking about OnlyFans. You're talking, talking about, about prostitution, like, illegal prostitution. In America. Right. We're like, you're right. Some. That's why I said most. That's why I said most people that get into sex work, it's out of desperation for money, validation, maybe. I don't know. Um. Yeah. You know, some women. Some I'm not going to disagree with that. I, yeah. don't, I don't disagree with that. I don't. Disagree and with I that. can't disagree with you because drugs. you're right. But I'm saying drugs, though, if you're drugs, gonna, look, some women get into sex work yeah. through drugs. Into yeah. They don't yeah. have a choice. Yeah. But I'm saying if you're going to put that extreme to me, it's not extreme because it's, it's a extreme. reality sex for women. Work is extreme. No, no, that's perspective. Yeah. If it's an extreme, if you're asking me to do gay stuff for me, yeah, that's an extreme. That's an extreme I'm willing to die for. So, so that's an extreme. Like I'm, I'm dead at. Like, I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but so, so. women, there are women in the sex industry who are faced with those yeah. things. Those, you yeah, know, yeah. like have you ever seen the Players yep. Club? Yeah. Have yep. you guys ever seen it's the Players Club movie? Do you I remember that scene where? I need my huh? black card taken away. It's been I, I really can't even say. I well, just seen it. explain the gist of the scene. <laughs> okay, so in the scene, pretty much, um, it's this girl. She works in a strip club or whatever. Her and a couple other strippers. They like, she's having like a flashback. So they were like at a party, you know, and she was lit and she was like on the couch and she was like relaxing. And one of the other girls or whatever went down on her, ate her out. And that stripper wasn't gay. She didn't like, she wasn't into that. But because of the situation that she's placed in, because she's in that world, she had to just kind of put up with it because that's the world that she's in. Yeah. That's like, that's, I think, what they're talking about when they say some of these women don't have a choice. You know, it's kind of like server at a restaurant or something. You know, you may not like that client, but you got to serve them at the end, at the end of the day because you got bills to pay. Unless you just walk out and you're just like, I'm not doing this, which in that industry, it's not easy enough to just drop your things and walk out. Usually these women get beat, jumped, killed, raped. All types yeah. of things. So that's what they mean when they say, like, the they don't have a choice. It's not that easy. Yeah. It's extreme. Yeah. It's- in the Players Club, mm-hmm. her, that same stripper, her, it was Lisa Ray played that stripper. Her cousin, mm-hmm. her little cousin, got raped because she didn't. She was at a right. private function. She was only so supposed to be stripping. Yeah. But the dude yeah. whose birthday it was took her in the room got drunk she didn't want to do it so he literally beat her and raped her and yeah. left her almost dead right yeah Hold on, don't be exactly okay. now 
Now, no, we're not coming at you. No, 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 no. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say, yeah. don't be saying C. We're just trying to give you like an idea. No, yeah, like yeah, C, yeah. As in, C as in you see how extreme it can get <laughs> yeah, and how yeah. dangerous yeah. it can get. But she aggressively saying C off of a fictational like movie. But it's like, not no, but fiction. that shit is That's real. Like, yeah, really but it's happened. like an example. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, I got you. I get, I get you. I get you. I'm All not right. talking about the fictational. I'm talking okay. about as in real life. Like, yeah, yeah. It's so scary. It's so scary. <laughs> that you think about women actually going through this, like yeah. they actually have to deal mm-hmm. with pimp slapping them up and demeaning and belittling them and yeah. making them feel like they're not shit unless they sell their pussy. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like it's it's such a it's that's why I said nobody likes to talk about sex work. Like you guys say it, it's it's not even. I would say that the dark side is not generalized. But the good side is. Yeah. Yeah, that's all people ever want to talk about is yeah, the good it's side. Yeah, it's the good, it's the good side. Yeah. But nobody wants to talk about the... It's like 80-20. Like, 80% of it is bad, and it's only 20% of it is good. Like I think we do that with a lot of stuff that we know is mostly bad. People only want to focus on the good side exactly. of it. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're yeah, very yeah. right. Yeah, I think that was a lot of stuff, too. I mean, that's with fame. Exactly. You know, exactly. you know, we we, we mm-hmm. try to reach fame, fame, money, yeah, power. Break, yeah, 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 yeah. You break down the celebrities' fame. They they tell you, man, I can't go to an effing mall, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, what do I look yeah. like going to a grocery store? Like, yeah, right. Or even those people who are super successful and they commit suicide, and you're just like, yeah. why did they commit suicide? Yeah. Like because they had all this a, money, it's a lot you know? Darker than yeah. people realize. Right. Yeah. Right. But um, what I want to ask everybody is to kind of close out the great conversation we had tonight. It's been dope. Um, Mm -hmm. Why do you think that sex work in a whole, and I'm talking about escorting, sugar babies, brothels, all of this, isn't legalized in America like it is in other countries? And I'll start Mm -hmm. with with Austin. Okay. Um... Why isn't it legalized? Well, honestly, part of my opening answer is is a part of it mm-hmm. because it's such a woman-dominated industry and men are very insecure when it comes to that, especially when they make less. A lot of men are insecure. I'm not one of them. Ladies, if you make more than me and you want to love me, I'll take it. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I don't care. But um, that's that's a part of it i think a bigger reason um which is kind of foolish to me is well a reason i think america should be smart and do it is because they'll get kicked back from taxes but what the same reason they're legalizing weed yeah but america also likes to hold itself at this on this pedestal yeah, of thinking it's the standpoint. best country in the world yeah. and has the mm-hmm. highest morals and so we don't do that stuff here and yeah. yada 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 um all the money that's being spent to fight illegal sex work right now which is 27 hold on i'm sorry i got the statistic and i really want to say it uh mm-hmm. they spend 27 23 million something like that is is being spent to fight against prostitution they could literally make that in from, a, in less than a year yeah from letting it be yeah. exactly so i think it's just america wanting to stand on a, a moral high ground 
um, we're better than all these co- other countries. So no, we're not going to get into that. Our, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. their ego is too big to legalize it. And America is stupid. So good point. <laughs> Ty, what do you think? Why do you think America hasn't legalized it? Um, I think a lot of what he was saying, um, I think that they haven't found a way to get taxed it yet. I think the same thing with prohibition and alcohol, same thing with weed. You know what I'm saying? I think once they find out a way to tax it, that'll that'll let it allow it. They have to any million or billion dollar industry, they have to find out a way to make tangible money or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, for anybody wanting to do it now, before they figure it out, pay a chick to do whatever you want. Put a camera up. Say it's pornography. Say you're shooting a footage. You know what I'm saying? And they found and, a way to tax that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like like record it and it's pornography now. It's not no longer. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but other than that, they didn't. They just didn't find an agreement to tax it. I think that's as simple as that. America is a huge business. They take out social security numbers. They sell us as businesses to each other. That's all we are. It's yep. bullcrap. People don't even have credit scores overseas. It's bullcrap. It's made up. That's what America is. That's actually is. not true. Well, a they, lot of it's not a lot valuable. of other countries have credit scores because I heard that too, and I did the research and found out that's actually okay so so when you go to the european side credit credit scores are a joke like like when you go to germany london like britain credit they may scores not are take a joke. them serious but they got them yeah they got them but it's not something you need to like get health insurance or anything yeah. like that you know what i'm saying i got a friend giving me a breakdown like right now as you know when i drink but my point is this austin mm-hmm. american is just a big business it's a big business yeah. like uh yeah. You know, businesses have presidents, countries have kings, you know what I'm saying? We have a president. Um, so anyway, yeah, I think that's why they just haven't found a way to tax it yet. All right. Now, Celeste, what do you think? Um, I think a little bit of both. Um, I pretty much think that America is uptight about a lot of things that we shouldn't be uptight about. And we should definitely put our focus on, like, more important things. Like, I feel like a lot of countries are doing better than us. You know, and a lot more is legal over there. And I feel like a lot of other things are better over there because they're actually focused on the right things like crime and healthcare and like their communities and stuff like that. And for some reason, the US, <laughs> like we legalized, I mean, we made it illegal for like sex work, like you said. And like weed was illegal for a long time. And I remember back. Back, 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 back in the day, like when our great, great grandfathers like were balling out, even alcohol was illegal, you know. And but for some reason, like we can't figure out like our education system and like healthcare or even like like urban communities. We're still trying to figure that out. And like the police, everything going on, like for some reason, just America just focuses on the wrong things. For some reason, our government, they choose to make the weirdest things illegal. And I just think it's so weird because when you go to other countries like Germany and London and Switzerland, they have weed is legal, you know, like sex work is legal. Those things are legal and they're doing just fine. If not, they're thriving. So I think America just has this this thing of like, you know, almost like this stuck up attitude. Like we know what we're doing. We're fine. We're the best. You know, we're the land of the free, but we're not really free. And um, so, yeah, that's what I think it is. I think we're just uptight. You all have great and correlating points on America, what they decide to mm-hmm. take seriously. Now, my opinion, it, I agree with all of you. I think America 
does focus on the wrong things. I feel as though a lot, I feel like greed and money has a lot to go with like what gets legalized and what isn't, what isn't legalized. Like, like with, um, alcohol, the Kennedys had a whole alcohol smuggling, like they were smuggling Irish whiskey during prohibition so of course it's going to be legalized eventually again like the kennedys were making big bucks off of that and that's also how they paid for the campaign into office <laughs> <laughs> little history mm-hmm. fact <laughs> <laughs> but you know um i agree with all of you guys i feel like um you guys have said enough i i I would feel like I'd be beating a dead horse if I make my point because you guys made my point already. So, you know, uh, I really appreciate you guys' opinions, having open minds to this conversation. You know, I think we did a great job. And thank you for everybody who's tuned in, joined in on us. You know, shout out to everybody who commented. You know, we love your opinions, your questions, your, you know, conversational direction that you want us to go in. We love it. Thank you so much. 100%. Uh, yeah. Real quick though, because uh, I love this comment, so I got to share this last comment. Uh, Davini said, "Where the teenager?" She was talking to Celeste Point. Uh, she was like, "We're the teenager of the world." Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, we're the teenager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we basically are. We are the teenager so maybe of the world. One day I we'll agree. Catch up to the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, I really hope so. Yeah, this has been super dope. Uh, just like, just like Jordan said. Uh, it's been a dope conversation. Um, we definitely want to thank everybody who tuned in. Uh, just to name a few uh, uh, good people that I know. Uh, Devony, of course. Um, know her personally. She's a great person. Um, really great in the BNY fan group. If, if y'all aren't in the BNY fan group on Facebook and y'all want to be, just let me know. Uh, hit me up and I'll get y'all in there because it is a private group. But it's, it's lit. We got 512 members now. Just crossed 500 uh, last week. Um, shout out my boy Zenzo. He got two <laughs> girlfriends tonight. So Ooh. shout out to you. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> y'all said wow like y'all not his girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> shout out Monty coming Denzel. through. Uh, shout out Monty coming through. Shout out Celeste coming through. Um, Thank and, you. And being here with us. And we definitely look forward to uh, seeing what you do. Uh, later on down the road, um, where you take your career, because I mean, you have so many different places you could take it. So that's gonna be dope. Uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to my co-hosts as well. Shout out Jordan and that hoodie, because it's like the flyest hoodie mm-hmm. I've seen in a while. Uh, shout out my boy Ty. Can't wait to do yep. a song with this fool. Yep, yep, yep. Oh yeah. Um, Ty makes great music, by the way. <laughs> if y'all don't know, Ty makes great music. So y'all need to follow Thank him. You, Thank you. Thank um, you so much. Shout out to me. <laughs> yeah. um, shout out, shout out UDFA. That's the label I, uh, that me and Ricky's the CEO. I'm the president. Shout out Austin Honeyman, AJ, DJ Disher. He's vice president. Uh, shout out Dank Dooley, uh, Savo, Woody Woe, uh, and all the other artists that we're working with or working with. Shout out, um, shout out the producer that we just signed, Prevail. He's amazing. Shout out BNY. Shout out Cooper Construction because uh, he does a lot of work here. Uh, he he helped with all this. I built all those panels though, but he helped with you know retrofitting this place so it wouldn't be 
freezing in the winter. I got a lot of shout outs, but y'all forgive me. I mean, I got eight minutes. I'm not going to take the whole eight minutes, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's been it's been really dope having everybody on Words Never Spoken episode eight. Um, and y'all share with your friends. Share the podcast. Subscribe wherever you are. Anybody that wants to be a guest on any upcoming episodes yeah. with a specific topic, um, hit us up. You know what I'm saying? We'll kind of sure. curate the guests and we really appreciate Celeste. Thank you. Um, I think your information is in the description, so I'll, I'll add you like right after this. Thank you for having yeah, me. Definitely do. And yeah. um, yeah, so that's, I'm gonna I'm see about getting you on uh, a couple other podcasts we have here at, in the same network, um, because we like to we like to uh, give love and, and shout out sure. everybody we work with and and build networks. And you know, you you know, because you were a DJ and you worked at the radio station network. And it's, yeah, is the way to go. That's how we build long term successful it's relationships. Key. Facts. Uh, yes, I totally appreciate that. I wouldn't at all. Let's see, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hi, mom. So, no, I want to shout out you guys. Like, <laughs> but thank you guys so much for having me. This honestly, this has been so much fun, and this has been so- learned a lot from each and every one of you. And I'm just so grateful to be on. So, thank you guys so much. And I'll make sure to tell you guys and keep you guys in mind if I hear anything New York that I. I feel like you guys can benefit from that. We appreciate that very much. She's had her media training for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jordan, anybody uh, you want to shout out? Any shout outs? Shout out to my brain because, you know, where would we be without okay. <laughs> Um, Shout out to my mother. <laughs> shout out to Robbie. Shout out to Havoc. Shout out to celeste the dj the yeah. new york dj mm-hmm. shout out to you know thank you. Shout out to you right thanks but shout out to everybody who helped <laughs> make this possible shout out to the construction team shout out to the producing team shout out to the technology team you know hooking up all these <laughs> wires that you guys don't get to see <laughs> but yeah shout out to the fans shout out you know everyone who tunes in we really appreciate you guys and we can't stress that enough mm. facts All right, y'all. Y'all have a great day. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. All right, peace.